Okay, as promised, continuing in the Mimer of the Cat and Paz, the third point he's making. Shlishis, Amrazal. Ki betechios ha'pashus ha'betzina hazos, la'aros, li'galos, asa roshem kavua. Vi'ya nekuda ha'rishana kadam ha'tchil l'ichtov, shu roshem nekuda ha'chad almash, shi'yatchil ha'os, li'pashet, shi'afshar l'ichtov, shumos, bezulos ha'atchalos nekuda, kena betzina, hazos, rashma roshem nekuda, nekuda nekuda, achas l'giliyat ha'tzilos, vi'ya minas ha'chachma. Okay, so we said that there's this thing called the betzina the kartanita, and these are all the particular expressions of Hashem's light as they would ever uh, express in all the bounded forms and in all the shades and all p- detail and particularity. They're summarizing in one point called wisdom. And this is a point because when you're writing any letter on a page, you're always starting with a point. So if we're imagining the universe as Hashem expressing himself on the page... So the very first expression was encapsulating all expressions in the first dot where he's contacting the universe, so to speak. And all of his particular expressions that are going to flow out are starting encapsulated, summarized completely in one initial dot, which is called the, the energy of wisdom. This is also imagined as how the number one is containing all the numbers that are going to flow out of the number one. Because all other numbers are just iterations of the number one, such that in the number one itself, it's like a point which is is like pregnant with all the other numbers, the infinite numbers that could flow out of this number one. Such that all the other numbers are like specific copies of the number one. And really the number one is, in, is containing an infinite number of iterations of itself. So this is like the concept of wisdom. Okay. And so too, when Hashem was creating the universe, all forms, all expressions were first being um, summarized and etched out in one point called wisdom. Okay, now I'm going to skip a little bit. Chamishis. Ki... Okay, now, now we're talking again. It's so, so fantastic. I'm in this one book, Shefetal. He's focusing on the interaction between Chachma and Bina. I'm looking over in Ayin Base. He's looking at the con- connection between Chachma and Bina. I'm looking over in the Ketan Paz. He's looking at how Chachma and Bina are interacting. It's like, it's like spooky. So how does... Chachma express itself in Bina. He says, and now this is the fifth point, Ki, Achrei Shnirshama Nakuda Azos, Shia Chachma, Rashuma, Bilti Nishseges, Banta Beta. So all the forms that will ever be in activation in this world are first summarized in a wisdom point, similar to how all the expressions of a person's particular soul are summarized in his wisdom point together as one, and there all those particular expressions are totally inscrutable. And now what we need to do is that all of the energy, all the particular forms and potential expressions which are found in that point need to build out a house to house 
all the particular expressions uh, of what is summarized in that one point. And this is going to be now the expression on the image of a palace that is spread out from a point. This is the image, says the Zohar, of the very first letter of the Torah, which is a bet, which is in the shape of a house, with a dot in the middle. The dot in the middle is the wisdom point, and the bet surrounding the dot is the expression of that wisdom point in a certain overall structure called the bet, such that I've heard from from Siddiquim that if you want to understand a certain book in the Bible, you need to understand the first letter of that book. So the ultimate letter defining the rest of the Chumash of the five books of Moses is to understand that first bet, is this interaction between Chacham and Bina. And he's, he's saying, listen, listen to this beautiful imagery he's giving you. He says, imagine you have the sun or the moon and there's this halo of light. Let's picture the moon because it's hard to look at the sun. So you have the moon and you see this halo of, of circular light surrounding the moon. So we're talking right now about that halo surrounding the inner point. That's what we're talking about. And so that this really this surrounding light, this 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 uh, expression or shining of the inner point expressing itself in a surrounding light which is compared to like a palace surrounding an inner point, as it's literally called in the Zohar, the point inside the palace, and that the palace is really just the um, holographic expression of everything contained in a point. Like literally the way they talk about holograms is you'll have this like tiny point, and then you shine the light through the hologram, and out comes a whole expanded hologram. So what we're talking about here is Bina is the expression of what's in the point in the form of a hologram, here expressed in the, in the form of a palace or in the form of light surrounding the moon. Such that all the form that was hidden in the original point is now expressed completely in this palace or in this hologram coming out of the point. Okay. Uh, where am I? Now listen to this. He says this is also like how rainbows behave. Because the point is, is that what a rainbow is doing is it's showing the colors in the light, but it must be shown through a thicker medium. It must be shown through the obstacle and the blockage aspect and the thickness of a cloud. And that is really what Bina is doing. Bina is in a sense taking the intense speed, the speed of light of wisdom and slowing it down and spectralizing it through a thick boundary to like give a freeze frame picture of the timelessness that's contained in the wisdom point and sort of showing a, a, a frozen um, 
if, if all of history was summarized in the one wisdom point, but you couldn't see it because it was so intensely unified, Bina would be taking all of history and showing it like in a frozen image, like the way the cloud is, is slowing down the light and drawing out the whole structure. Like, or you could say you look at your life and in the wisdom point of your life or all moments of your life, but they're like buzzing together as one. They're so intensely one. And that wisdom point, the Bina stage is to take that same light and just spread it out and display it and show it in its timelessness, but spread out in the cloud, like a rainbow showing in the cloud. Very, very beautiful image. Just beautiful. Like, it's just like, like artistic how beautiful it is. Um, Okay, fine. I'm going to skip a little bit. All right. The sixth point. We've gone through points th- um, three, four, and five. Sixth point. So what happens now? You had the wisdom point with everything inside. Then you had the expression of that wisdom point and the holographic palace coming out from that point, expressing like the uh, hologram with the entirety of the structure coming out from a point or the way that a rainbow that's hidden inside all the water particles and that's hidden inside uh, a straight beam of light is now holographically expressed through a thick boundary of the cloud. That expression of like the rainbow or the, the ring of light around the moon makes a copy of itself in the lowest energy called Malchut. So Bina is the feminine quality of the feminine expansion and giving birth to all the particularities of the light in a level beyond any problem, in a level beyond any change or any possible negativity that might create a distortion. And it's making a copy of itself in what's called malchut, which is called raglea yardus maves, that her feet are going down to death. That the copy of this bina, like the copy of this rainbow, that's what can get distorted, that's what can get smashed, that's, that's what can feel pain. Such that it says that the shechina goes down with us into exile, and that if, a, if an Israelite is sinning or is having a hard time, the shechina says, kalani miroshi, kalani mizroi, oh, my head hurts, so to speak, my arm hurts, so to speak. Okay. She is the ultimate vessel. She's going to receive all the forms and all the colors from all the expressions. So, in other words, what this what is this malchus? Listen very carefully now, for just a second. The malchus is the whole system of vessels that's going to pull down particular expressions moment by moment from that Bina rainbow thing. That's the whole design of Malchus. The whole design of Malchus is the design of lack. 
which is formatting how everything from that rainbow thing is coming into our world all the time. It's the ultimate magnet. And in its nature of negative space, which has nothing at all, that the Zohar says, Ein la mi garmiklum, she has nothing of her own, yet her, the very shape of her lack in all moments, in all expressions of lack and needing, is particularly formatting how all that color and all that beauty from the holographic palace is going to come down into our world right now, and right now, and right now, always. And so that, that's the brilliant thing, is that this malchut was really shaped also. And the shape of this malchut down here, and the shape of this bina up here, that's locking in anything that could ever happen in history. Okay, as he's going to explain. Okay. Shviz, okay, that's the sixth point. Seventh point. Moving along, Amrzal, Shikashem, Shataras Nidyakza Ella Hagos, Barba Helke, Hamoa, Kashabatelka, Asherhu, Ramzu El Merkavasa, Mishnek, Barbara Agle Nahmu, Nidyakza Ella Hagos, Barbara Helke, Hamoa, Kashabatelka, Asherhu, Ramaz El Merkavasa, Mishna, Barbara Agle Akise, Shem Sodal Naharas, Ayotos, Mimenabasod, Elgin and Egos, Yuradati, Zenit Barb Hatev. All right, so there's a so I'm just going to try to kind of work around what he's saying here, that the Torah in the creation account is talking about rivers really twice, big time. It says that there's a river flowing out from Eden that was Bina in that perfect river that's constantly flowing out of Eden nonstop. But then it says, But from there, it splits off into four separate rivers. What's going on? Okay. Haganafik Meiden Dahi Shrinta Egos Dahi Vitika Kadisha the Ina Dal Rai Shinaharin with Parsham Meginta Kahagna the Isla Rage Kishin Magas at Timiravestina the Kosichoi Kah Ritika and Naka Meginta Timiravestina the Kosichoi. Okay. Bina, she soda hey, Harishana the egos hastuma. Nah, listen to this. He's saying now, what is the fundamental difference between Bina and Malhut? Now we're understanding the difference between Bina and Malhut. Bina, again, is that perfect holographic uh, palace that's just the building out in the full expansion of the wisdom point and all perfection, totally untouchable. Bina is going to have that same similar shape, but, I'm sorry, Malchus is going to have that same similar shape, but whereas Bina is going to be untouchable, however, Malchus is going to be different. That he's saying here, 
Malchus is going to be particular ways that all the content contained in Chachma and then in Bina is going to be expressed through separation and ultimately evil and negativity. It's going to be like everything in that Bina palace building out. Um, but whereas in Bina, all buildings out are perfect. In Malchus, it's going to show those building out, but in the vicissitudes and in the pain and suffering of time and space, where you actually have to see the thing building out and there's pain in between the different stages. So in the Bina level, it's like all moments of time played out and the pain is kind of like erased because it's just showing the logic of the thing and the, and the outcome occurring in like in one moment versus Malchus is going to very much show that same process, but you're actually experiencing it in, in the pain of growth. All right. Shminis. Okay, we're almost done here. The eighth point. Um. Okay, one more point here. And we're skipping down towards the end of the 10th point. He's saying He's saying that there are major energies that are laid out in Bina in that perfect rainbow palace thing. That set up in the, the level of Bina are chariots upon chariots, meaning there the, the whole Bina is the whole structure, the whole palace of all flow outs for all time, where one energy is residing on a lower energy that it's writing, kind of the way that that Speech is a, a chariot for thought, right? So all words that you could ever say are like all these possible um, chariots for and, uh, and vehicles for all types of thoughts you could ever say. So in the level of Bina are all possible writers with all their possible vehicles, all expressed in one powerful uh, present moments. The yesh merkavos the merkavos v'chulim Mehem and Ikraim but Tabakos. This is where you're coming up with the, the concept of the holy name of Tsevakot. Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tsevakot. God of legions, God of armies. These armies, these legions are all possible expressions because it's all the vast detail of anything that would ever govern our world existing in the timeless moment of Bina. Shell, 
יברח וידלב וזיכר כי אין לנצל רק מה שממציל אלא שזה בעכשיו וזה בפועל. והן כדמיון האיברים הנוסים בפועל משהו במחשבה. Okay, very nice. We'll do a little bit more bleeding at our next time in Ketan Paz.